everybody, and welcome. This is Mark Newton. Uh, I wanted to take some time to answer your community questions, which you've submitted. Uh, I do appreciate those questions, and as always, I appreciate your support. So without further ado, let's get underway. Uh, I've managed to share my screen so you can see what I'm looking at. It's particularly relevant for this first question. Uh, what is your favorite tactical long idea right now? Uh, right now, I like aerospace and defense. I think during times of military conflict and uh, geopolitical tension, we oftentimes see these defense contractors uh, show very good signs of strength. Now, the ITA is the ticker symbol for this ETF, uh, Izzy Tom Alpha. And right now we're seeing this just break out of a long-term pattern going back since May of last year. So technically speaking, this is very appealing to me at a time of uh, obviously heightened geopolitical tension uh, and the recent Russia invasion of Ukraine. And we see this just now breaking out above highs were made not only uh, earlier this month in February, but also uh, in January, breaking out to the highest levels we've seen actually since last summer. So very appealing to me here at 110. And my thinking is this does move up to right near $120, which would be about an 8% gain from current levels. Uh, momentum is not overbought currently, and you can see on weekly charts, this is the area that really stands out as to being important resistance, which was made back in February of 2020, about two years ago. So this is uh, attractive and actionable to me, and it's something I like very much. Move on and talk about what are some actionable ways to benefit from volatility. And I think you know, this is also really interesting. There's a ton of different things that I can recommend. I would list three that I think are very important. One are just the use of derivatives. Now, derivatives, of course, are things that decay in value over time. So before attempting any of this, I suggest a lot of education on this subject. Uh, but derivatives, uh, specifically looking at straddles. Now, straddles are simply the purchase of a call option and also a put option. Uh, at the same strike and also at the same maturity. So this gives the investor what's known as gamma. Uh, gamma, of course, is the rate of change of delta, which is a whole different uh, lesson. But the bottom line here is that a straddle will help to earn profits on volatility, moving either higher or lower as volatility tends to expand, implied volatility. So it's really benefiting from a move in implied volatility on a stock or, or index and is something that a lot of people uh, do in today's society, society to really benefit from a movement uh, in direction. Now, if you don't wish to bet on both ways and you're really certain about the certain one direction, then you can simply take one part of that straddle and use either the call option or the put option and both are, uh, are effective. The second way I would say is just by owning futures on the VIX itself, the VIX being the uh, CBOE uh, VIX index, the, the measure implied volatility of the underlying market. And when markets start to show evidence of weakening, the VIX oftentimes tends to rise. And uh, futures are another way that one can participate. As with derivatives, I think it's uh, essential to have some background and understanding of the way futures contracts work, and they're certainly not for beginning investors. Uh, the third way are volatility ETNs or ETFs. Now, these are uh, packaged ways of uh, participating in the underlying movement and things like the VIX. 
and they're, they're short-term futures yeah, ETNs and mid midterm futures ETNs that are offered, uh, such as the VXX or the VXZ, or one can simply buy something by ProShares. They have an actual ETF with the ticker symbol VIXY. Uh, the one downfall of these, of course, is that they are subject to contango. So there's a difference between the spot price and the futures price. And when you see uh, expiration reach and you have to roll from one contract to the other, uh, oftentimes it's very difficult for this to keep up with the movement of the VIX itself. So these are very tricky instruments. Uh, it's not something that I recommend holding for any length of time. And one has to have very, very tight stops when using any sort of... Uh, VIX instrument like like as such. Without speculating any further on uh, different ways that one can profit based on volatility, I would say there, there are obviously ways to protect oneself from volatility. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about that as well. So uh, just by owning stocks within safe sectors, such as consumer staples or utilities, can give investors safer ways uh, which often can uh, you know, not have as high of a beta as maybe other stocks within sectors that are moving very rapidly, such as technology, for instance. Uh, stocks of food companies or beverage companies, be it you know, Philip Morris or uh, you know, tobacco stocks, uh, beverages such as Coca-Cola, PepsiCo. Uh, you know, these are stocks that tend to move a little bit slower on average than when we see in, in more high beta names. So these can be uh, something that can help to dampen the portfolio from that kind of volatility. The other thing I would suggest is just low volatility ETFs. Uh, there are many companies that have come out with these ETFs and there are also ways to help investors sort of cushion the blow uh, from excessively volatile type times. But the bottom line is that uh, you know diversification during times of volatility is really essential. And for those that are really seeking actionable ways to benefit, uh, many times those are investors that uh, have a much higher tolerance towards risk and are looking for shorter term type things that'll move. And so for those investors uh, that have the education on the subject, you know, I would suggest uh, futures on the VIX or options as a way to gain long gamma exposure to profit from movement in either direction and, and above average volatility. Uh, and, and of course, you know, vol uh, you know, derivatives, futures, and also uh, the volatility ETN. So those would be really the, the, the top three. What lessons have you learned over your career about Fed-driven volatility? And what are your thoughts as we likely approach liftoff in terms of interest rates in the month of March? So, you know, my thinking in general is that one typically does not want to pay too much attention on what the Fed uh, can or will do that might influence your portfolio. Honestly, as a technical analyst and somebody that's studied price action for nearly 30 years now, I would say that most times news-driven content does little to affect the longer-term trends of most assets. It, Lots of times this, this action tends to be very short-lived and specifically many times uh, news actually will bias an investor towards either being too bullish or too bearish. And I think in general, it's wise to study price action and volume and really ignore a lot of what the news is suggesting. The news oftentimes is already baked into the market and it's difficult to know what a new piece of news will actually do and how that will affect your underlying 
asset or what you own. So uh, the bottom line is that trying to filter out that news creates a, uh, a less emotion-driven approach to investing. And I think that's extraordinarily important in this, in this time. Can you explain why your conclusions sometimes diverge from Tom's? Uh, how can subscribers interpret the conclusions when they diverge? Now, this is really an important uh, question because uh, there's two key reasons for that. One is that I employ what's known as technical analysis in my approach to the market. So for those that have followed, they understand what technicals are. For those that haven't, they are simply the study of price action, volume, volatility, uh, seasonality, sentiment as ways to help to profit, hopefully, uh, when an asset starts to move and recognizing breakouts, recognizing breakdowns, and trying to really add alpha by studying past price history as a way to benefit from when something can move. So Tom's methodology, as many know, is 100% different than mine. Uh, I am a pure technical analyst and use really just only price action to make my decisions and, and not incorporate any sort of fundamentals or macro type uh, information or any sort of Federal Reserve decisions as to how I'm gonna view the market. So that makes us really completely different. And oftentimes uh, our two views can really be an excellent source of, of information that really can complement one another during times of indecision and really giving excellent information on how I view things from a technical perspective and then look at Tom's more fundamentally driven uh, news as to how to uh, approach the markets. And so that's really the first uh, reason. The second is that, you know, the, the discipline and methodologies tend to be oftentimes very different in their time frame. So time frame is the second reason. I tend to look at the market in a very tactical short-term way, whereas Tom has a very uh, long-term approach and his way has certainly borne out and has been very successful over the course of time. So uh, it's, it's very important, I think, to use his work and it's very important for those that are more short-term focused or like technical analysis to consider listening to what I have to say as well. I think both of them are useful uh, in their own right. So it's really up to the investor to make that decision. Uh, you know, at Fundstrat, we often encourage diversity of opinion. I think that's very important. And it's, so there is no, uh, you know, it's, it's not necessary when using multiple different disciplines, be it some people use more macro and fundamentally driven research. Some use technical analysis, some use quantitative methods to necessarily have one key thesis as to where the market has to go, that really entertaining different methodologies really can make one uh, far more educated about different ways of viewing uh, the assets. And so in general, I think having a uh, multi-tiered approach to how one invests oftentimes can, can really help you get one step ahead of the game. Thank you very much for those questions. And I hope to be able to do this further uh, again in the future. So thank you for tuning in. I hope everybody has a wonderful, uh, wonderful day. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Take care.